What's up everyone? Welcome back to Off The Chain, the backbone for storytelling across builders, creators, and collectors within Web3. Each episode, we dive into how these technologists use the power of blockchain to build businesses and foster creativity. Today, we've got Vinny Hager. Vinny's an American artist and designer, focusing his efforts across all mediums, including, of course, NFTs. He's not only an all-around kind person, but is emerging as one of the great artists of our time. During this chat, we'll dive into his art background, his NFT project letters, merging physical with digital, and much more. Vinny, what's going on, man? How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm pumped. Thank you for being here. Thank you Anytime. for Toby for setting this up. We love the Tobes. We love Toby. I'm actually, I'm going to be having him on here as well. He told me, yeah, super excited. Yeah, so really pumped for that. So excited to have you here, have you in this studio that we've got going on. Mm -hmm. Before we get into it, tell us, who do we got here today? <laughs> yeah, my name's Vinny Hager, uh, artist, creative, both in yeah, Web 2, Web 3, any, any of the webs. And uh, yeah, excited to talk about some artwork and what we're working on. And uh, yeah, super excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course. So diving into your background a little bit is you went to Anne Arundel College, which is in Maryland. And Correct. then from there, you actually went to the Maryland Institute College of Art, which is in Baltimore. Right. You just graduated right. in spring 2021. You actually yep. got a scholarship to go there. So congratulations. Thank you. What made you interested in continuing your education? Hmm. Yeah, I think when I when I look back on it, um, I was always doing art stuff. I I think I wanted. I think I was like, oh, maybe I'll do like a business thing, keep it safe, like do whatever kind of normal thing. And I guess just through doing my own personal art stuff, like I think truly I'm just like addicted to like making artwork. If anybody was looking at it, if everybody looks at it, I just like to draw which is like an ongoing joke with me and Toby, but I just like to draw and create and make stuff and read about art, the whole thing. So I was like, okay, let's just do the art thing, see how it goes, see what I guess I can learn, what I can get away from it, have a bit of a, a cushion would be the, the, the degree, the piece of paper to have. Um, so yeah, I went to the community college and just started taking a bunch of random art classes that I would, you know, life drawing or experimental drawing, uh, you know, all the fun stuff. And then I had done the graduating student art show at my community college. And that's where all the other schools come from, Towson, UMBC, all these local schools. And I was talking to this woman from MICA, the Maryland Institute College of Art, and we just had a good rapport and she um, offered me a, a scholarship. And um my mom always wanted to go to Micah and I was like, you know what? Why not? It's that helps with the payment because Micah is a bit expensive. And um, to me, I was still selling my artwork and kind of T-shirts and doing little things on the side, which was great. And I was naturally doing that. So I said, OK, let's get a change of pace. I got an apartment with some friends, which was my first apartment when I went to Micah. And it was a good time. But through that, it was... Uh, uh, not that I have any regrets, but there was a lot of things that I either didn't take advantage of in my furthering my education. I just wanted to get out of class so quick to go work on my own kind of like art, quote unquote, business building and things like that. And I just kind of used my extra education as experimenting. Like I was making very different artwork in school and then I would leave school and go do my 
artwork that I'm known for. So I use it as like an experimental kind of thing. I didn't really talk to a lot of people, which I kind of regret. I was kind of like a recluse and really in my own zone and which helped me of course, but it was great to, to go to Micah and take like screen printing classes, take art history classes, expand different things and use the library and things like that. But I think for me, it was like, oh, well, I'm just doing the college thing to, to have the backup just yeah. in case. Um, but so more about more about the backup than learning the art itself. I think so, because of course I learned a good amount. But now that I look back on it, like I was just so in this mode of like using social media, sh talking to other artists online because there wasn't really many core artists that I was around in school physically. Like a lot of kids didn't care what they were making. They would kind of like scrub off homework and assignments where I was like, dude, it's artwork. Like, isn't this our major? Like, shouldn't we be like making cool stuff and like trying to collaborate and chit chat and get coffee and talk about what we want to do in the world. And I didn't have that experience, I guess, in my particular uh, time when I went to school. And then of course the pandemic. So then I was really like, okay, now I'm in go mode. Like we can't do anything. Of course, I'm just going to make all the stuff I want to make and, and just finish school and, and do it. So um, luckily I did like what I learned in school, but yeah. it just didn't seem to help me as much as maybe I needed or thought, but um, my grandma, I got my degree. My grandma's stoked. Yeah. <laughs> I'm did, good. Did, and now, now we're here where we are now. Did it help change or shape your work at all? Cause so far from our reading to be totally transparent, it seems like you did it and you really didn't get a lot out of it. Uh, but yeah. did it shape any of your work at all? Is there any major takeaways besides smaller ones? Uh, well, I guess in, in hindsight, it like really motivated me to like, like really be an artist to some degree. It sounds a little cheesy, but like a lot of the professors are like, it's so hard to get into galleries. It's going to be really hard to sell your artwork. I'm like, dude, you're like, and I, you know, I, I paid for my schooling through my artwork. I paid off all my school. Yeah. I'm like, you, like it was, there's almost this like a uh, sediment that might not be the right word from, from professors and other students that they're just like, Oh, I'm just doing it. Like, oh, I'm just going to get done with school. And I'm like, dude, I, I'm in the back of my head, a little recluse, like I'm crushing it. Like I'm selling artwork, t-shirts, doing murals, <laughs> traveling very little. And like at the tail end of my schooling in 2021, when I was getting into NFTs and like, I didn't tell anybody I was just doing it. Like, for me, I was just motivated. That's dope. And I actually want to go on to your physical objects. And I know it's funny. You've said this on a lot of your different podcasts where you've said that fans are like, oh, are you ever going to not do NFTs? And are you going to paint stuff on objects? And it's like, dude, like Thank do you. a 30 second Instagram <laughs> search on, uh, on right. Vinny and you'll be able to see. So dude, you've done bear bricks, right. you've done Crocs, you've done tables, you've done backpacks, um, mm -hmm. you've done canvases. Do you feel a loss of something when your work um, is just a JPEG? Well, I think it's just, it, it's, um, it's about the people that are viewing it. Like they, they just maybe a lot, most of my Twitter following probably only knows me from NFTs and they don't do that three minutes of backlog. Um, so that's why I've recently been sharing like clothing that I did in like 2019, 2018 furniture. I did in 2020 and artwork I did through the pandemic. Like I have like stacks of drawings that I just have, like, I mean, thousands of drawings that I just make for fun because I enjoy doing them. And the furniture came out of that clothing, obscure items came out of that. And 
then like commission pieces, people are like, Hey, I have this bear brick. Can you do it for my boyfriend or whatever? I'm like, oh, I would love to, I would have never thought about that. So thank you for the opportunity. And that expands something that's a bit obscure that is fun to do. And, um, I'm trying to do that a bit more now that I have another audience, like more of my little web store releases where people can buy clothing, <clears throat> excuse me, or other fun one of one items, tote bags, whatever. I just like to make that stuff. And if it's more accessible than maybe a $3,000 JPEG, people are like, oh, love his work. I'll support him. Buy a $40 t-shirt XYZ or, or whatever. Um, so I just love making different stuff. And I've always done, I think now my kind of, uh, artist statement is like physical, digital, meet in the middle and do all the above, like more murals. But yeah. then if there's like a digital metaverse activation, something I'm up for it or um, just kind of do it all. Cause I'm super inspired to yeah. keep creating. Well, I know you, you want to do some sort of a physical space somewhere. I think what would be pretty either fun or even hysterical is mm -hmm. like during the next like NFT NYC doing a physical space and potentially even just fucking it's with just everyone paintings. and not having any <laughs> NFTs in there at all. And just, just paintings, bare bricks, Crocs, yeah. and, and leave it at that. Or what would be probably more realistic is you do a mix of 50-50. Right. And really like showing off your artwork yeah. across different mediums. And from the mm -hmm. different events that I've gone to, like, yeah, you've got cool cats who do like a a real interactive experience, but from the an, coolest thing ever, from an artist perspective, definitely from an artist perspective, we're really seeing people stick to either physical or digital, like the super rare gallery right. that's on West Broadway, of course, mm -hmm. for them, because they're uh, an NFT marketplace, it's just digital. But I think it'd be right. really interesting for you if next time you think about an NFT gallery, throwing in your physical objects, if anything, just to surprise yeah. people and switch it up a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Well, that's funny you say that because me and my friend Max Kolchinski, shout out, shout out Max, he's the best um, curator and creative. Um, we've been kind of planning out, I don't want to say retrospective, because that seems like I'd be like 60 years old and going back through 40 years of artwork. But like, I am a bit prolific, like I make a lot of artwork and him and me have kind of been planning out this show that shows a kind of through line of uh old artworks that go into some clothing that go into furniture that then lead to weird things and then murals this would all be in like a gallery or a pop-up or something and then that goes to screens and di different stuff like that so yeah i, I love that idea and, and definitely have been in some talks with some some spaces and, cool. and galleries and stuff like that so yeah i would love to make that come to life especially during you know an nft at, yeah. at nyc week or whatever with you being from baltimore is there something in you that wants to bring more art to the city or is being from baltimore just somewhere that you were born and raised and you've got different fish to fry i don't want to say bigger fish to fry in other cities but <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. is, is there I a think, homegrown uh, sense of like we've got to bring this to baltimore or is it like you know what I'm out. I'm going to New York. I'm doing uh, this in LA. <laughs> probably a little bit of both. Um, I'm like super close with my grandmother. It's really just kind of her and me. So I help her out a lot. Like earlier, I was a bit late because I was running errands with my with my grandma, helping her out. So that is kind of my only uh, me staying in Maryland, Baltimore kind of drive. Um, but if that wasn't in the picture. I would probably move <laughs> to uh, an LA, a New York, somewhere else. But for me, Baltimore's home base. It's great. All my friends are here. Um, 
and it's it's you know it's easy pace for me i don't get caught up in like oh the coolest gallery show down the street like i just sit at home and work and send emails and paint and do digital stuff and it's it's kind of a good break and i think sometimes moving to like an la or new york kind of destroys the charm of those places like when you touch down in la you're like oh i'm in la <laughs> like yeah. it's it's kind of fun but like waking up there every day i might lose that charm a little bit maybe just me personally but I've definitely thought about it, but been traveling back and forth to those all year long, which which has been good. Um, but for now, it's Baltimore. Dope. I love it. it. It's great. You know, there's, you know, the best of both worlds. There are there is good, you know, artwork coming out of here, music, culture, dance, um, all the above. It, it's fun, but I don't think I see myself like trying to bring my crowd uh, over here um, to really to really do anything. Um, but hey, never say never, I guess. Controversial question. All in on physical or all in on digital? What are you choosing? Ooh. Hmm. And I have to pick, right? I mean, I mean it's the name of the game. I like you're, you're, you're cool. I don't want to offend and I don't want to offend any of your holders or anything. Uh, you can uh you can take an easy way out if you yeah. if you really want to. I like to. the fidgetal. I like right smack dab in the middle. But I think right now what gets me, oh no, I can't even say what gets me excited the most because I've been painting a lot and that's fun. Uh, but I think right now I'd say digital because the there's more opportunities, the more, more interesting projects and ideas and people's culmination of thoughts coming together in collaborative ways that I'm really interested in that I want to learn more of right now. So for the time yeah. being, I'd say- <laughs> Good politically correct answer. I'd say digital. <laughs> Uh, okay, fair. Uh, and we're going to go more into like the NFT tech stuff as well. Sure. Before then, let's dive even more into uh, your art a little bit. Mm -hmm. So, of course, you've got all these prominent symbols. And from my understanding, a lot of them just kind of come to you mm -hmm. as it does with many artists where you're drawing shit just goes from your brain to your hand right. to paper Magic. or to your iPad or whatever. <laughs> with that being said, you've got your peace sign you've got your envelope and you've got your eye. Mm -hmm. Those are your top three. Right. Anything special. Let's even just start with the envelope. Right. You know, you've got letters. Mm -hmm. What the hell is the letter <laughs> and envelopes to you? Like, is, is it anything? Or are you just like a cuckoo artist and you just drew it one day and yeah. you liked what it was about? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I've said it a few times, but I started just like scribbling in middle school, like on the lines of my paper. There's a word for that too, where you fill in space on your papers or whatever. But I just started to like, draw, like I was always an artistic kid and, and drawing a lot, but um, middle school was when it, um, it really begun. And I just started drawing shapes and stuff. And I think I was looking for things that could be a square, that could be a rectangle, that could be a circle, that could be an oval. And I think, I don't know why, I just landed on the envelope and I just ran with it. Um, and then I think years and years later, you know, five, six years afterwards i started to make more meanings about some shapes especially like the envelope as you know it's almost like my logo or a signature and i kind of branded a lot of things around that um but i think like uh like a letter or an envelope you know you can hide stuff in it you can send it to people it's kind of secretive like you don't know what's inside of it it's kind of personal it connects people um in this world of like technology a lot of people don't send physical letters or mail that much so that's an interesting um uh, through line a bit and then 
also some people look at it and it's like, oh, it's an email logo. And I'm like, well, is it? So then there's that confusion. And then, uh, I don't know, I just thought it was interesting. I started to think about it more. And yeah, like the peace sign, it's just like an iteration of a circle and it's positive. Um, so I did that and, you know, same thing with, you know, I'll do a smiley face. That's a circle too. And I would just think of shapes. What could, what could be an iteration of a circle or a square and then how those would fit into all the other shapes. And I think that's how like my 12, 13, 14 year old brain was thinking. I just like to fill space and, and draw and, um, take it from there. Like an eyeball is like a recognizable symbol. I draw flowers a lot. They're recognizable, but then all the other stuff is kind of like just things that fill space too. And, um, kind of just took it from there and, and didn't have too much, uh, too much meaning, but I think it's cool that people try to find their own meaning. So I let them ride with it, which is another cool connection through artist and viewer. Um, but That's dope. yeah, some have meanings, some don't, I've made meanings throughout the years. I tried to make like a little, uh, uh not the, not thesaurus, but like a little dictionary of like, oh, this could mean this. And like, oh, this shim this symbol is a fence or something. But then that kind of threw yeah. me off because I'm like, I don't know if these mean that. Um, but I think for now, it's just like shapes and symbols that fill space. And the whole thing has kind of just become my signature almost. People can, rec can recognize those three shapes that you send. That, that might be of any drawing. And I kind of like that. And I'm sure if I, I will keep doing it, forever but like in 20 years maybe they'll all have meanings maybe it'll get even deeper and not as yeah. surface level as just patterns no i like it i wouldn't even say it, it's not even necessarily just surface level a lot of it from what i'm hearing you're really just humanizing it mm -hmm. let's move on to letters mm -hmm. uh october 2021 take us back you've got a whole squad of people helping you out with the mint yep what were you looking to accomplish well, I think for me, I guess my like NFT journey um, started probably like summer 2020, like, you know, a little early, but not too early. But um, we're just seeing what artists were doing in the space. And remember seeing like Jonathan Wolf, like mint NFTs where and like Fawosh and like all these different people that we all know now. I was like, oh, this is really interesting. Like, and at that time, I still was a bit uh cautious about like drawing on my ipad like i had one but i'm like i don't i this thing's weird i need paper and pencil and whatever but then i really started to see you know a lot of people do more digital stuff things in blender um using digital apps and, and stuff like that and i was like okay let me pick this thing up and i was just in the trenches of twitter seeing what people were doing seeing seeing what they were building and trying to learn about minting and different marketplaces and drops and, and things like that and it just got me motivated to try to get involved like this is so interesting like it, i can take my artwork somewhere else like that's you know it was kind of as simple as that i was just interested in what was going on and i think a side note i, I watched this like art documentary i don't remember exactly who or what it was about but there was a line in it that that, that was like you know this this artist like passed away with you know that he had drawn a thousand things in his life a thousand works on paper like did i do a thousand works on paper and a month and a half and i was like testing myself i was like let me just see if i can do a thousand different things have some parameters and it's like a personal project and i didn't you know uh, i had minted some one of ones at that time and they were doing good and had some little sales and was getting in the groove but i knew that i didn't want to mint a ton of stuff i wanted to curate what i was going to do make it meaningful and and have more meaning behind it so letters i was like 
All right, the, the name was easy, a letter, um, which also people see my shapes and symbols as letters, as in like an alphabet. So it's like double entendre there. Um, and then my logo, quote unquote logo is the envelope or the letter. Um, and then I kind of had some friends help me build out, you know, the traits and different things like that, that I didn't really know how to do, but I was interested in it because it was something new for me to experiment with and keep a log of, you know, oh, I need this many gradient backgrounds, this, how many, you know, this and that, and then, oh, 10 crazy animated ones or, or whatever. So to me, it was just um, testing if I could actually pull it, pull this off and do it on my own accord and draw a lot of different things. And um, uh, I kind of saw letters as, you know, it, it was almost like a gallery show. There's a thousand different pieces. They stand on their own as this show, but then each individual piece has its own story. I hand named all of them. And there are a lot of like inside jokes, uh, memories, song lyrics, things from documentaries, references, all that I'm like interested in skate spots and like things from my skateboarding past. And like, it was just all things I liked into one thing. I was like, this is so cool. Like if I saw somebody else doing this, I'd be stoked on it. So that's when I was, I started to get really hyped and um, kind of before that I was sort of like a one man army kind of doing a lot of things on my own and I had my friend Rico who helped me out with a lot of stuff. We bounced a ton of ideas off of each other and he was early into NFTs like 2017 and he told me about it then I didn't get it at all. And um, fast forward a few years, always asking him questions and we kind of got back in that groove and we'd be buying little things and so he helped me out, but I was still really yearning for like a team of people to be like, yo, let's do this. I need this person. Let's, let's all build this thing out. So I was having these thoughts about like people I wanted to share ideas with and out of the blue, Toby Lasso messaged me Pulls up. and I'm like, Pulls oh up. my gosh, who is this guy? <laughs> He's like, Hey, let's talk. I'm curious what you're doing. I'm like, perfect. Like nobody's ever asked me that. Uh, so we hopped on a call and we just, from that, you know, snapped into, I was like, I want to build out this. He's like, let's do it. And then, then he had a friend, Dose, Crypto Ray Ray's, um, you know, founder. And Dose could do the back end stuff. And we were all cool cats at that time, which cool cats are, you know, key to my everything. Um, and we had that trust distilled in us. And then they go, oh, we have some developers. Uh, and they're all cool cats, uh, MetaSeed. Um, and I'm like, cool. So I trusted them. And we just built it out. They helped with all the back end stuff, the coding, the tech side, where they were just like, we just want you to work on the artwork. And I, I love that. And through that, you know, talking through the cool cats, going to cool cat meetups, meeting like Andrew Wang, meeting Klon, um, all those people just became this, this friend group that we had. And, and it grew from there and uh, released letters in October and, you know, blew my, it still blows my mind now. It's like, um, it's amazing. It was a great, really, really great, wholesome starting off point for all the things that I've done now. And it will always be like my Genesis collection. It will always hold the highest standard to me with, with whatever I put out. Um, uh, and recently I've been doing these uh, kind of contexts about each letter and with, with a thread and, and a discord post about like what the title means, some backstory. So I really want to do that and go through all the letters and want to make like a coffee table book and just a bunch of different oh, stuff. Like got to do that. Yeah, for sure. You each page is just one letter. So um, Hell yeah! But yeah, I'm like, dude. Let me um, see if I can draw a thousand things and take it from there. Build out, a, build out a Discord that loves art, that wants to focus on art. Like I'm just an artist. I'm not a big company with 25 yeah. whomever people. Like I just like to make art. 
so I, I actually, I want to dive into that last piece that you just said, mm -hmm. which is you're just an artist and you kind of put your hands up. I'm the artist, <laughs> but actually you're running a business right, right now. And did you understand the implications of what it would be like to launch this project at the beginning and the expectations that people would have and the 24 seven communication of people wanting more from you or different from you, mm. or did you know going into it? Like, Hey, like this could get very chaotic. Um, no, I don't think I thought about the, the chaos ensuing or, or people's needs and wants. I, I wanted to be, and you've got a mellow holder group from what I understand, very mellow. but they're the best, but <laughs> we're, we're in a volatile market. Right. You know what I mean? And, and not everyone is quote unquote in it for the art. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, so I guess starting from the beginning, me and Toby tried to curate people that were interested in artwork, telling my story that I'm an artist. This is a Genesis collection. This is what it means. If you're interested, you can mint one and we'll take it from there, which we did. And it it's done amazing. It is held up still now in the bear market, you know, hovering around two ETH floor. I think if like 45, 50 letters are bought, it's like 500 ETH floor. So there's really not that much. <laughs> um, so supply shock is, is imminent, but I don't, you know, floor isn't everything, but I think the community that we built and now we talk about, we're in the discord, at least I try to be in the discord every day and say, good morning, talk to people. We talk about our normal lives. Um, in the announcements, I talk about things that I'm doing in real life, like murals and clothing and stuff like that. So it, it was just a hub for my artwork stuff, but letters really took it to that, that, that higher level. And, um, I, I enjoy being busy and talking to people and trying to ask, answer questions and follow up on emails. And I think I wanted to be busier as an artist and to, to hear people's thoughts and what they were interested in and their ideas and their feedback. And, um, it's been great. It has been mellow and we haven't really had any FUD pushback we want this one letter coin or something crazy. Like, why can't we get a crazy airdrop that's worth a billion? Um, but I think it, that's a testament to the one, the community, the amount of letters is only a thousand. So the community isn't as huge as a cool cats, uh, you know, X, Y, Z. Um, and do you regret not minting more mm, or less? No, I think a thousand was perfect. I wanted to do 200 in the beginning and Toby goes, nah, let's kick it up. I was like, okay, cool. And then I thought about yeah, that quote from that documentary about this, the artist who did, you know, a thousand paintings, only a thousand draw, like, you know, it's like, oh, that would be cool. Let's just ramp it up. It'll push me to go harder and to, to really test it sounds weird, but like test what I could do in a, in a lot of amount of time. And I think a thousand is per. And now I see that model being used now, like one of one artists doing a thousand pieces. So, um, not saying I, I did that, but it's cool because that's like a perfect thing for artists. A thousand, you know, um, ten thousand would have been insane. It would have broken. That that's a that's a big business, right? That's a that's a big yeah. big business. Yeah. But yeah, the hand draw ten thousand things would have been epic. <laughs> like it would have been sick. That, that'd be insane. Um, but I think I think I somehow naturally, with the help of friends, hit it right on the nose and incredibly fortunate, and it's just gone better than I could have ever imagined. And it's only only going up from here because we really haven't announced anything that we're, we've been culminating. Um, and I've only minted, I minted one, one of one in like February and I haven't minted anything else since then, so. Yeah, 
that's so awesome. And I, I want to dive even more into the tech side of the house. Um, so as we know, there's so much that you can do with smart contracts. Mm -hmm. You know, a recent example, Dave Krugman, who is a photographer, he just created Shatter, where an owner buys a one-of-one -one photo, mm -hmm. yet they could shatter that into a bunch, I forget how many, but a bunch of individual NFTs mm -hmm. that then they can resell. That's just an example yeah. of NFTs, smart contracts. Anything coming to your mind recently that's been very interesting to you or something that you want to dabble with, specifically when it comes to doing interesting stuff with the tech? Uh, I would say yes. Um, I really liked um, one, doodles, the doodle spaceships where it's like the same NFT, but you can flip it. I love that. Amazing. I thought about, I love doodles. I thought about taking all thousand letters and like inverting the colors, just like the one button that inverts. And then you could just swap it. Something like that would be cool. Um, or, or pairing it with, uh, I guess, uh, I've thought about Dude, it a I lot. I like that a lot. A lot. Um, I, I, me and Toby like hinted and joked half joking about like another collection, which would be called characters, which would be like, uh, a thousand PFPs drawn by me, which they're like, let me see if I can draw a realistic horse in charcoal. So that would be one. And the other one's like, let me see if I can draw a cartoon raccoon. And it would be a totally different style. So that would really test my drawing because it's not my shapes and symbols anymore. And then that would be airdropped to each 1000 holders. And then they could swap it if they wanted to. And I thought about um, this other idea of minting, you know, 10,000 uh, generative uh, black and white letters, quote unquote. So my patterns totally different black and white and then having um like an interface with like color pickers so the whoever minted could could take each shape symbol negative space and choose which colors they would want and then they could almost name it themselves so that's that interaction between collector and art and all those ideas i probably will still do <laughs> um yeah. just in the right awesome. context um so that Very those cool. would categorize as not a letters part two, but an extension of it in a way that one gives back to holders. It's pushing my creativity and pushing the connection between collector and artist, which is something that I'm interested in as well. And then, um, you know, yeah. I love the non-dilutive ideas. I really do. I think when a doodles did space doodles, a lot of people were giving them shit for it because they weren't airdropped a whole bunch of money. Right. Personally, like I'm a doodles holder. Like, I thought it was cool. I, I really doodles. liked it. I thought, Hey, this is different. This is fun. And again, like no one has really proven out how sustainable the model is for just airdropping in it. Right. What has surprised you about the industry lately for better or for worse? Hmm. I think, I try to spend a lot of time trying to create and like stay out of the hollows of what's new on Twitter, what what just got rugged, what just got minted, this person's doing something new, this announcement. I try to stay out of the weeds of that, but enough to kind of keep me in the loop. But I think it's interesting like how, you know, a lot of projects are being minted and if they they if they were minted last year in December or, you know, early March, they they all would have sold out. But like how many different PFP projects with an animal and an adjective can you really do? Um, so I'm interested in seeing artists and other full creatives putting their spin on, not necessarily like a profile picture project, but something different, something newer. And it's great to see one of one artists uh, on super rare going crazy. Um, uh, just that whole world 
doing a lot better people like in it for the art um and and, and valuing that in whatever way which they're you know if they're spending 50 eth on it now i don't think they're going to try to sell it tomorrow um which is great it's not all about buying flipping selling saying you bought something just because you to buy it um but really respecting people and like doing a deep dive on their craft and uh seeing what they've made throughout the years seeing what they're working on now picking their brains and just kind of trying to push the space a bit further using tech using art uh meeting in the middle in real life getting coffee with your collectors or, or people that support you in your discord and um those are the things that i'm i'm interested in now and and yeah yeah i'll leave it at that i like that and when it comes to again playing with the tech i know that you've drawn on a vr headset before yeah i you pulled it out one. i pulled it out right now because i hadn't done it in like oh. a few months i'm like i gotta boot this thing up <laughs> i love it and you minted pretty in pink yeah what did you find gratifying about vr and as an artist, any guesses on what it's going to look like playing around with this in the next year or two? Are we going to see more artists minting using VR? Mm. Do you think that we still have another few years to go? Do you personally plan on minting more stuff using VR? Give me some, give me some predictions. Yeah, I mean, I think VR is sick. To me, it was just another medium to use. I was like, okay, I have this baseline, like I said, of my shapes and symbols. Let me see what art applications are on a VR. So like you know, got one gravity sketch was the app that I use. And I just sat there and drew in a circle and kind of just drew this thing around me in a different, like intuitive way, you know, exported it, put it in blender with my friend. And we kind of just animated and made it for fun. Like I had that for a while. I was like, now, you know what, this piece is pretty cool. Let me mint it. And it's just like a different thing in my, in my uh, repertoire or in my, my, my catalog that I'm interested in. Um, but I love to see people working with it. And then, you know, there's all this, all, all this hubbub about AI and stuff like that, which is interesting, which I try not to get too in the weeds with either. But I think it's great. Like, why? I don't know why people can't just experiment with stuff if they're interested in it and like make whatever they want to make um, and, and to experiment. I think that's the best thing. Like to me, like I rarely ever say no to anything. I try to at least like do some research, think about it on my own accord and like same thing with NFTs as a whole, like people go, no, never, I would never do that. I'm like, well, if you're like a, an artist, like you're not going to make some crazy dog profile picture, just like, ha like learn about it, go spend a few hours, a few yeah. days, a couple weeks, and then come back and be like, ah, not, maybe not for me. Like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. Um, no, the word experiment, it makes all the sense. And I think that's where we still are as an industry. Right. No one has any ideas. Yeah, Your right. predictions, who the fuck knows? Right. You know what I mean? It's, it's still just pure experimentation. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why it's important for people to keep an open mind still. Right. If you get locked in doing that one thing right now, we're in inning one. Right. That's almost we're, like the, the PFP thing right now. Nowhere. It's like people got locked in because they only think of NFTs as the the bored apes, the whatever, the the animals. And they're like, why would I buy this silly cartoon? I'm like, well, look what up, look what just artists are doing. Like, look what yeah. people are animating in Blender or what they're creating using VR or AI. And then, and then try to see how you could fit in if you're at least interested. Like that's kind of how I did in the beginning. Like I started out trying to make crazy animated things because that's all I saw in 2020. So, well, that's not what I'm no, that's not what I'm good at right now. So that's when letters, that idea of just like, this is what I draw all the time. Let me try to expand on that and then take it to a different iPad application, take it to Blender, take it to, to VR 
and and take it from there really um I so it. i think I I, i'm just i think i have i've said it a few times the opposite of artist block like i'm just like gee whoa there's way too many things to do i i knew not i knew not to ask you that question right. do you have writer's block Never. the answer is no Absolutely. Vinny does not have any writer's it's block. a myth nobody asked hot him take. if he has writer's hot block. take it's a myth all right a few a few more and then i'm gonna let you go uh, what brands do you want to collaborate with who have either entered into the space or who have not gone in yet? Ooh. Hmm. Let's go. Now's your time, dude. I don't know. I think the, uh, I don't want to say they're cliche, but if they hit me up, we can talk. But like a, a Nike, a Converse, a Vans. Shoes will be epic because Converse. I've done custom shoes all the time. Dude, Toby Lasso, get on Converse right now. We, we've tried. We, we've tried. I mean, like a car company would be cool, but that's also kind of cliche. I want to do like such like an out there brand. Um, Starbucks would be sick. Um, um, they should be coming out with something may soon. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, it's been a few months since they announced. They're coming. They're coming. Um, maybe, I don't know, like a, a grocery store or something weird. I don't know. Something that would be like, why did he do that? <laughs> he could have done Nike. He could have done NASA, but he chose this weird, weird offshoot one and made it like really cool. That would be interesting. I always have this thing that from I want the, to do. From the little I know about you, that actually seems very in line with like <laughs> right. who you are. You do seem, and I'm sure everyone's got their demons hiding in the closet, but you do seem very comfortable with who you are and what you are yeah, as for an sure. artist. And I think that's one of the most interesting things about you where you're playing by your own rules. And of course, like you want to be careful about sort of how you present yourself but you know even for example when you minted letters you were like i'm gonna bring my art to nfts i'm not going mm -hmm. to create nft art right i'm bringing what i already do to the space and if the space reacts kindly to it then that's amazing but i'm not going to switch up my styles here just because it's not trending right yeah it was just like so kudos yeah th thank you so much that that's so kind and uh, i totally agree like I think that comes with repetition that comes with years of doing the same exact thing just because you love it not because of the eyes on it the amount of likes the amount of money it was just because i like to do it and i think that the age-old saying you, if you do what you love you never work a day in your life and things tend to pan out pretty good when you spend time you research you ask questions you're you don't say no you keep an open mind and i think i've kind of lived by those not rules, but you you know live by those sayings and um, uh, always take everything with a grain of salt. All the cliches are cliches for a reason, uh, especially when they come to artwork. And yeah, I just enjoy what I do and, and don't try to take myself too seriously and, and just kind of really go with the flow. And that has helped me so much. Those are last words without me having to ask you <laughs> if you have any last words. Vinny, this was really fun. Yeah, I'm super glad that you joined. I'm very excited for your future. I'll be looking out for what you've got coming up next. If there's anything I can ever do for you, please let me Appreciate know. That. Thank you. And again, thank you for being on Yeah, here. thanks for having me. And then uh, until next of time, course. I'm excited to listen to Toby's. <laughs> there we go. He'll be coming up soon. Uh, just for those who do not know, just leave us with uh, where we could find you. Yeah, it would be Twitter and, in and Instagram. It's just at Vinny Hager, B-I-N-N-I-E. H-A-G-E-R, and then I have my Discord in uh, my Twitter bio. That would be, and then look up letters on OpenSea. Check them out. Dude, you're the man. Thank you so much for taking yeah, the time. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate you having me, and uh, yeah, till next time. 
That's it, everyone. Hope you enjoyed. Hit that subscribe button, and we'll see you next time.